My name is Kara Gott Warner, the Craft Your Confidence Coach and Podcast Coach for Coaches. I believe that a podcast is a powerful medium for connection and community, and inside every conversation is the potential for transformation. So let's get started on yours. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Craft Your Confidence podcast. Today, I am chatting with intuitive goals and accountability coach, Danielle Napoleo Cox, who is also the host of Your Excellent You podcast. And today, she is sharing her experiences having worked with a podcast coach. Hey, Danielle, thanks for joining me. Hi, Kara. Thanks for having me on the show today. I am thrilled to get into this conversation with you because I know that you have um, insights to share because I know a lot of coaches listen to this, you know, to this um, podcast. And so there's questions that come up all the time. And so this will be a really insightful conversation. But before we dive in, um, I would love it if you would to, you know, if you would be willing to share a little bit more about your journey and also what led you to coaching specifically life coaching with like, I guess you could say it's like a business edginess, right? <laughs> and also why, you know, why you do what you do and why you love it. Well, so, so I actually started my first online business over a decade ago. Um, it started out just as a hobby business, but it's grown into something where I now run it. I call myself a part-time CEO and I have a team who helps me to run that business. And one thing I realized during that process for myself is that running a business, being an entrepreneur, being the person in charge, there is a lot of emotional chaos that comes with that because there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of failure. And so as I was going through um, people, it was interesting. People would say to me, you know, I, you know, oh, I'm struggling with this. And I would say, oh, try this. And they would say, well, I'm not like you, Danielle. I can't do that. And I was like, what do you mean you're not like me? I am just exactly like every other person. It's just, I've gotten used to the emotional roller coaster of running a business. That's all I've done. And yeah. so when I realized that so many entrepreneurs are not prepared for the experience because they think it's like school where I, I study for, I learn material, I take a test, I get an A. That's not the way entrepreneurship works and running a business works. So when, when I realized so many people are, are giving up on beautiful, valid businesses because they think something's gone wrong, I decided that that's really where my heart is to help those men and women understand how this process works and to not get discouraged when things don't go as planned. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, right? That we didn't learn this in school. There should have been a course or something for like high schoolers on yeah, entrepreneurship, right? Um, but can you, can you tell me a little bit about what a part-time CEO does? So uh, I'm a part-time CEO and that's what I call myself, which means that I, I, my primary business is my coaching business. It's the one that gets the bulk of my time and attention. As a part-time CEO, I run my team. I make sure that they are, they have what they need to do their jobs to the best of their ability. And it also means in my case, if my team's not available, if there's a crisis, someone can't make it, then I step in and I'm the team member and I do the work. Like I am not above sending customer support emails or hopping on a call. If somebody needs a client needs a call, whatever it is, I'm not above that at all. But for the most part, I set my team up for success so that I don't have to be doing most of the work. Okay. 
That's interesting. So like, it's not like you're, and just so I understand a little more, like, um, cause I've heard, I've heard that phrase before, but like, where you go into, you'll go into a business and sort of act like the CEO of that business or cause you mentioned you run your team mm-hmm. you, or you become like the team member, but do you also go into a business and, and act like you're, you know, a CEO yeah. similar to the way a corporation does it? No, I don't. I'm no. the CEO of my own businesses. I'm oh, the gotcha. part-time CEO just of my business because I know it in and out. Yeah. I built it from scratch. And being that way has allowed me to figure out what I can delegate, what I can delete and what I can do so that uh, my team and my business runs at the optimal level. That's great. I need you. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. So, um, but let's shift gears a little bit and let's start talking about the podcasts. Um, So what compelled you to start yours? So, you know, what's interesting. I've been a podcast listener for years. I mean, I was listening to podcasts before anybody else knew, like no one else I knew was listening to a podcast. So I have always loved the the way podcasts are consumed, which is in my ears, and I can be using my hands to do other things. I can Mm -hmm. cook dinner. Like it really, when my kids were little and I was doing laundry and cooking dinner, I was listening to podcasts. I, I, it actually took me away from TV. We didn't have a TV where I could watch it while I was cooking or cleaning. So I would just listen to podcasts and it was the best thing. And so as my coaching business was starting to take off, when I thought about how my audience, my women entrepreneurs, what they wanted for their life and to be able to consume information, it was something that they could get while they were driving to a meeting or going to pick up their kids in the carpool line. Those those little spots of time that didn't require them to sit in front of a computer and focus. They could get what they needed and then put it into application when the time was right. Yeah. Well, because you were already using it in that way where you're like, wait a minute, I can cook, I can clean, I can go out for a walk and consume this medium, you know, get, have this, you know, podcast in my ears and and get an, an education at the same time. So you knew that your clients could use the same medium and and um and so that's that's a wonder that was a wonderful discovery, right? So what you know, how did it evolve over, over the years? So like what concepts do you teach or like, how did you start using it with your clients um, from that level of like, what, are, what were you teaching? What were you coaching? So I have had, as I mentioned, a lot of experience in the online space with building a business and I could see patterns that would come over the years as entrepreneurs started and then found success and then had to go to the next level of success. And I started to notice this and I'm not one to really sit and write like the blogging space was never my thing. Um, it's just not a natural way that I work. So I thought when it came time to really expand my audience and go bigger with my platform, I knew instantly it was, there was never a doubt in my mind that I really wanted it to be a podcast for the same reason, because of the way it's easy to consume whenever, wherever, whenever, and wherever you are versus a video-based format, a platform. So, mm-hmm. um, it was very easy for me to decide. And I use just, I literally just see what other entrepreneurs are struggling with that I've overcome. And I talk about it. And sometimes even recently when I'm just one step away from overcoming something, I immediately create a blog, uh, a podcast about it. <laughs> and I yeah. talk about it because it's relevant. If, if I'm going through it, there's countless other entrepreneurs who are as well. Yeah, I think that's a really 
powerful thing too, when you can be vulnerable and share something that you're going through in real time, because you can just get behind the microphone and create an episode that helps someone like hear that and be like, oh my gosh, if Danielle is experiencing that and it's the same thing I'm struggling with, then there's hope. (laughs) There's hope for me, right? Yes. And I love being able to explain how I got myself through whatever that is, because that's what we're we're really looking for is like, okay, not only do we want the, hey, we're in this together, but also I've moved past it, but here's what I did so that you can have some idea of what might work for you as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So what would you say you love the most? about podcasting? Because you shared a lot, you know, the easy, it's easy to consume, you know, it's all the things that we love podcasting for, but what would you say is the most, the thing that really excites you the most about this medium? So what I love most about a podcast versus, like I said, I'm not into blogging or even a video is when I get my microphone on and I get behind the mic, I imagine that I'm sitting across from someone in a coffee shop. It's a conversation that we're having. It's just me talking, but in my mind, it's a conversation with one person. So I love that it feels very intimate and familiar to me. Like I'm just helping that person on the other side of the microphone. And that's mm. all it is. Yeah, that's exactly, uh, you know, that word intimate, that's exactly how I connect to podcasts. Because, you know, y- you have somebody in your, or they're in, you're in their ear, right? The earbuds, it, make it, it makes it so intimate and having that one-on-one conversation. So- when it when you were starting your podcast, um, when did you you know say, hey, you know what, I I'm serious about this. I want to make a go. I, I just want to dive in and and do this a, the right way. Um, because you know we had conversations um, before we got on this call, and you had told me that you were you know you worked with a, a podcast coach, and so I wanted to ask you, I wanted to you know pick your brain a little bit and, and ask you you know why you know why why did you decide to hire a coach? Because I know that's a question for a lot of you know coaches and others thinking of getting into this. Well, so you know it's interesting. I um, every year I set goals for my business, so I sit down and I do a formal goal setting session and planning session. And in January, uh, January 4th, I'll never forget 2020 is when I did mine for the year of 2020, not having any idea what was in store. And I said to myself that I want to start a podcast by and in the third quarter of the year. That was my goal. Um, I limit my goals so that they're very specific and very actionable because if I have too many, then I have to start sacrificing some. They just don't get done. Whereas I'd rather have very few and really go all in. So Q3 was my podcast quarter. And um, that same quarter, I was also running a goal setting challenge. I run them every quarter to help my audience plan that quarter of their business. And so during that challenge, which I ran in September, I told my audience, you know, a lot of women struggle with the idea of how much time things take. I don't have time. That's what I hear a lot. Mm. And I wanted to prove to them that you can do something crazy like launch a podcast and go from zero to finished in 30 days, working no more than one hour a day. And so I made that promise during that challenge. I said, by the end of October, I will have launched my podcast. And I will let you know, I have the only thing I have done at this point is researched and discovered my mentor. So the reason I decided to hire a podcast coach is because I know that if I want to do something quickly with less work, with less headache and less emotional struggle that 
a coach is the, the way to get things done. I mean, I'm a goals and accountability coach and I know my own brain will freak out <laughs> during the process of trying yeah. something new. And so getting someone to be at my side was a no brainer for me. Like if I was going to do this, I wanted, I, I didn't have lots of free time and I just wanted it to be launched. And I wanted to prove to my audience that they could do it too, if they were willing to go through the emotional process without getting hung up. Um, and so what happened was I knew that right away. So I did research a coach. That was the only thing I did before um, I started the podcast. And what I did was I actually went around and asked a lot of my business peers. And I said, okay, I'm starting a podcast. Who do you recommend? And what was interesting, um, some backstory, I'll tell you about that in a second, mm -hmm. is that there was there's a, a few people who are kind of, I would say they're industry bigwigs. They're really well known in the podcasting industry for creating courses or memberships or whatnot around podcasting. But I immediately did not consider any of them, not because they're not good candidates. They're great candidates. But I know that when you have someone who you're both putting your eyes together on one project, when you have that one-to-one -one work um, focus, that that's when you get things done because then you're not relying on your own willpower, your own accountability, your own trying to figure it out, even though all the information is there, you don't have to rely on that. You can have someone literally say, okay, do this. Now let's work on this. And here's something to consider. You get that personal attention and that's when results happen. Big results in short amount of time happen with that personalized attention. Oh yeah, definitely the one-on-one -on -one aspect compared to like a group program or like a podcast course or something like that. But when you've got that accountability yes. and then you have someone that is like literally like your mirror, right? To like right. show you like, yeah, that could work, but why not try, you know, maybe shift this date or try that thing or try this promote, you know, this way of doing it. So it is really powerful to have that person to be right by your side. It is. And it's such a coachy response to say, I hired a coach because they made me yeah. better. But the truth is they did, she did. My coach helped. It, it just got me. It, I could not have done a 30-day launch with one hour a day of working if I didn't have someone to really just keep me from getting stuck in my own mind. Yeah, and so, so um, easy. So yeah, easy to a, do that. I see because, it all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you know, good coaches have coaches. I mean, I have a coach and like, I have my own garbage that comes up in my brain and crazy, like lo getting lost in my thoughts. And sometimes it's just because we're human, but we get lost in the, you know, what is that? The We don't see the forest for the trees. Yes. That's a really good, <laughs> a really good uh, saying, because it's really true when you're in your own stuff, especially when you're like, you know, you're a business owner or doing something like starting a podcast, you just, you have no, there's nobody else to bounce it off of. And it's, it's super important to have that touch point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, being somebody who's run a business, who is a goals and accountability coach, what's, what we forget and, and we all do it unless you pre think about it is that when we try something new, no matter what it is, our brain start to, starts to act in ways that it doesn't normally behave. So somebody who is super decisive suddenly becomes undecisive and they can't decide. Or, um, and what's interesting is that not being decisive doesn't ever look like I can't decide. It looks like mm. I need more information. Yeah. I better do more research, right? It's and sneaky. so that it's sneaky. slows you down and it stalls yeah. you and you end up spending weeks 
researching podcast platforms <sighs> when you could just decide and move on, right? But yeah. for some reason, our brain with the challenge of the new thing, it starts to freak out and suddenly it's not being decisive. And then on the back end of that, once you've made the decision, the brain pops back up and is like, are you sure that was the right choice? Maybe we should revisit that decision and you'll go back and spin on a choice you've already decided. And a, a, a good coach, I, I think of him as a guide, is going to help you not fall into that self-sabotage trap. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's so sneaky, right? Because we feel yeah. it feels productive. It's like, yes, I am going to, I got to get back, back to the drawing board. I got to do more research. Right. But then that becomes the obstacle and you get in your own way. Yes. And a coach and is when, that's when a coach says, okay, here we are. <laughs> Right. Gotta move that over here. We're done. <laughs> yes, know? we don't revisit. We don't revisit yeah. decisions. We'll set a like for me. We'll set a deadline in the future to revisit this. Yeah. after you've done the thing to yeah, yeah. decide, right? Um, and that's just the power of working with someone who can see what uh, the things about yourself that you can't see when you're, especially when your brain doesn't act like it normally acts. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you were guided through during, like, I don't know, how, how long was your, you know, was the program? How, what did they guide you through? And I know your result was like to show your, your, your own clients to prove that you could launch in 30 days. But was there another, like, what was the overarching result and how did they guide you to get there? So the first thing, the very first thing I, when I, I said, I need a coach is that I don't know what I don't know. You know, I'd been a mm. podcast consumer. I'd not been a podcast creator. So I don't know what I need to know. And I could spend hours on YouTube trying to figure it out. Or someone could just say, all right, you need to do X, Y, Z. Here's your steps. Mm -hmm. And that's what they, they really said. Here's the steps. Here's what, here's all the things you must do. Here's all the things that are good to do. And here's all the things that are nice to do. And let's walk through that together. And that's exactly what they did is they just gave me the path to go from zero to completed and all the decision points, all the mile markers, all the things to consider. And then they helped coach me through the decision process. Hmm. So do, did they coach you? Let's say they coached you on sort of the, um, you know, the specifics, the maybe some of the equipment, your content, your ide ideation, and then they may coach you on like, on, uh, like if you feel overwhelmed or, you know, you know, just like, would yeah. you say that that's the kind of coaching that you received when you were working with the podcast coach? Yes. For the most part, it was a lot of helping me make the right decisions mm -hmm. and helping me to manage my own expectations. Right. I would love mm -hmm. to be able to say I picked up the microphone and I was a natural and it was easy, but giving myself grace, sometimes we need permission mm. from someone mm -hmm. else to be like, yeah. Hey, you're doing great. You have no idea how great you're doing because you think it should be something that it's not. Yeah. Um, just the, you know, it's the little, it's both the big things like saying, here's, here's platforms to consider. Here's the three I would look at. Here's pros and cons. And then having that presented to you is great. Yeah. And that's important. But also someone saying, Hey, you know, it'd be great if you did this, but if you can't do that, at least try to do this. And then mm -hmm. when you say, I don't understand, why isn't this working? They're like, hey, let's talk about that. How are you making this harder for yourself? Why is yeah. it not working for you? And I, I love how you said, you know, giving, they give you, help give you grace. Like, because yeah. like there, maybe there's a strategy or there's an idea, like, you know, here's the platter of things you can do. And one of those things might be overwhelming or it just doesn't fit into your life at that time that you can say, okay, that's fine. We can put a pin in that. And, and actually 
that's something that just came up today with one of my clients. I was like, hey, you know, we don't have to do, like I do a podcast tour as part of my process as a coach. And I said, hey, let's let's do that in month two. Because then, you know, we get to extend all these exciting things that you're doing. And and it was like this moment of, oh, great. Okay, that's that's cool. And it was like the confidence was, was there. Yes. It wasn't one of those things where, okay, these are all the things and I have to do them and I have to show up and it's black and white. So that's where a coach really helps put things in a perspective. Because if it doesn't fit in your life, you just yeah. kind of shift, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. So how did your coach help you help reinforce the belief that your launch was going to be a success in 30 days? You know, it was really, it was a lot of it was, it sounds again, so simple, but she was just a cheerleader. She believed in me. Mm, she held the mm-hmm. space of belief before. I mean, I knew I would do it, but my brain was wanting to freak out about it. And she just held the space of belief where she, she let my brain have its tantrum about how everything was not what it was supposed mm-hmm. to be. And then she reminded me, you're doing so good. Look at where you are. Look at how far you've come. Yeah. You're doing great. You know, And that's sometimes recognition for not only how much you've been doing, but also just a genuine pat on the back can go so far. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just that right there can just keep you going down that path is to get that recognition and and to build that confidence, right? Yes. So um, was there anything challenging along the way that, you know, because you said, you know, she let you have your brain have a tantrum. You know, are there any specific things that you can remember along the way that you that you found challenging, um, you know, that you, you thought were it was hard to do, but you like just kind of got through it. You worked, you know, you kind of took those baby steps or like maybe you wanted to give up at a certain point. I don't know. What, what were the challenges for you? So the challenges were the initial challenge was just technology. Um, It's a technology I've never used before. And I was really worried that I wouldn't be able to figure it out. I think the idea of editing my own podcast really held me back a lot. Like that was my big fear. And my coach had very easy, we talked about my platforms um, and what I'm using GarageBand on a Mac. And she was able to give me very targeted, literally YouTube videos. Like, okay, here's what Mm. you do to do this. I didn't have to go searching and filter through somebody who talked for 30 minutes about something and gave a two minute worth of information. She had it all there for me. She gave Mm -hmm. me a um, a wonderful system to track my episodes and have links so that someone else on my team can quickly grab and place it. Like just, it's all the little detailed information that can bog you down that she really coached me through. She just had it ready for me, you know, before Mm -hmm. I showed up. She's like, okay, you're on GarageBand. Oh, you're struggling with how to split and remove. And uh, here you go. Here's a video on that. Yeah. It was great. And it's very organic. I noticed too, when I work with, um, with my podcast clients, it's, it's like what's coming up in a particular week mm-hmm. might be different for one person from one person to the next. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I help some, you have, I don't know, do you use Audacity? Have you ever heard of Audacity? I don't you use just Audacity. Focus on, yeah. And that's another, it's similar. It's a similar yeah. platform. So it's like little things come up and you're like, all right, let's just on the spot, let's hop on a screen share and see what that looks like, or here are some videos. So yeah, that's great. That's yeah. really cool. So um, so can you speak to to anyone who's right now, you know, caught in a limiting thought loop? Like, you know, they're, maybe they're thinking, I'm not ready. I'm a baby coach. I shouldn't have a podcast. I don't have anything valuable to say, 
or, you know, whatever limiting thoughts that you identified on your journey, what advice could you give? What kind of parting advice could you share with them right now? So I think to begin with, a lot of what I felt and what I just see in general from anyone who's trying to do something new and trying to reach a new goal, the, the, the t- common limiting beliefs are, I'm not good at tech. I don't have time. Um, I don't know if I can do this, right? It's a lot of self-doubt type beliefs. But I think it's really important to remember that, that you certainly can. And even being not good at tech at this moment it doesn't mean you're never going to be good at this type of tech. It's a skill that you have to learn. And so when you approach it as an opportunity to learn something new versus a resistance to learn something new, it will shift the way you show up when you learn. And this is really where I think having someone help you through the tech, through the how much time does it take? How do I prep for my own episodes? How do I prep for a guest episode? When you have someone walk you through that, it's like a baby step. And it's so Mm. much easier to get to where you want to go because all you're doing is focusing on this very next step. That's all you're doing. And then the next step, you don't have to try to hold the whole process all at once. You only focus on the step. Mm. That's beautiful advice. You know, I always think of the, have you, my my audience is thinks I'm a broken record because I always mention the Martin Luther King staircase quote. Do you know that saying? Yes. It's, yeah. But please right? repeat it. I'm well, it's t- take the first step in faith. You don't yes. have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Absolutely. Right? Because yes. if we saw all the steps, like, well. Right. We'd, we'd never be... climb up. We're like, there's <laughs> so many steps. So right? many. It's just that first one. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm really, I just, I'm so grateful that you, um, that you decided to come on the show today and share a little bit about your journey and what it's like, what it was like to, to create your podcast and work with a coach. So thank you so much. And I, you know, if you, if you'd like to share a little bit more about, you know, where people can find out about you, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my podcast, it's a self-development podcast for entrepreneurs and it's called Your Excellent You. And you can go to that domain or you can look it up on the major platforms, Apple, Spotify, and whatnot to listen to it. Um, and in fact, the uh, if anyone here is inspired to want to set a goal for themselves regarding their podcast, I am running a, a goals and accountability, cha- a goals and planning challenge coming up at the end of March. And that is just yourexcellentyou.com forward slash challenge. They can sign up there. It's held inside Facebook. And the one thing I do want to say that both with my podcast and my challenges, I'm very time conscientious. I try to get things done in 15, 20 minutes. I'm not interested in hours online with video because I would much rather people be doing the work than consuming the, the information. So... Yeah. I love that about you. It's just, you, you're very efficient. Let's get it done. Let's get in there. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the only thing that ever slows us down is our own mind drama. And that's oh. just, that's what I coach on. Let's get past it. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It's been wonderful, Kara. Hey, I hope you love that episode. Um, but before you go, I just want to let you know that I open two to three spots on my calendar every single week when I release a new episode. So grab one now while you can so we can talk about your next chapter. This is a complimentary one-on-one coaching session with me. So 
If you're ready to roll up your sleeves and get to work, let's chat because the transformation happens inside the conversation. Go to karagotwarner.com forward slash work with Kara to set up your session on my calendar today. Again, there's only a couple spots that I open up every week and then they're gone. All right, take care and I'll see you in the next episode.